Welcome to coming up next here on the Schmodown Entertainment Network. We apologize for the delay, but we're still figuring things out on this show. It's only the ninth episode. Give us a break. My name is The Boat, Brad Gilmore. I am joined <laughs> by the Sturge, Jennifer Sturger. Jen, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. You know, we have our uh, esteemed new, well, a producer slash now he's our what do you call him our tech executive guy? producer technical yes. supervisor head he's writer the blood, he is the bloodline to this show at this point like if, if he decides to walk we're in trouble because look at it i mean both of us are just too pretty to know how to run these boards so <laughs> <laughs> absolutely it's so, it's so good to see you though brad you too jen you too jen um it's always great to see you and talk to some showdown and of course we have the illustrious kevin joining us as well um, we're excited. It is the week prior to Thanksgiving, so we're going to give you the best show that we possibly can. We're going to have an abbreviated show for you, but nevertheless, we appreciate you for joining us. Make sure you send in those Streamlabs and Super Chats, uh, streamlabs.com slash the Schmodown. If we get to, what should we make the goal, Jen? Hmm. I don't know. A... Well, we have to tell them what it is first. Okay. Why don't you tell them then? So over the weekend, guys, I was getting caught up on all things Back to the Future because I, I watched, I put on Back to the Future 2 in the background. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. But I was like, but then I, I saw three pop up in my queue, you know, because I'm just trying to go through everything on Netflix. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to give three a shot because I feel like maybe three is like the hidden gem of the, of the trio. So, of course, I loved it. I absolutely yes. loved three. I absolutely loved three, but I was like, no wonder Brad is so obsessed with this trilogy because, but three to me just stuck out because it was such a fun film. But I said before we started, I was like, you know, what would be really funny is if we did like a live reading, you and I, of one of the most iconic scenes from the first movie that I really enjoyed. And that's the scene when he goes back in time and he he's, he's confronted by his mom and well, he doesn't have any pants on. So I felt yes. like it'd be a really fun scene for you and I to read in front of everyone and make it super awkward. And be in full character, right? Oh, yes. Full we will do it in wardrobe. full character. We will commit. Like, it will be full method. Yes, full method. So um, what do we set What do we set the, the tier at? What, do we, what should we do? It's a shortened show today. So maybe we'll do like 150, 100? 100, 100. Is it 100? I think 100 sounds fair. Let's try to get 100. Yeah. We're going to try to get $100 in donations. Make sure you can interrupt the show at any time, $20 or more. The Schmobot will frighten Jen and myself. Uh, make sure you go over to streamlabs.com slash Schmodown. I still haven't gotten used to it, but we got to get right into the show today. So let's get into uh, rapid fire, our first segment of the day. Jen, this is the way it works. We have three questions. You and I each will say our opinion on it. We might agree with each other. We might disagree with each other. More often than not, we don't agree. But I'm going to hit it for you right this second. Our first question is, which heel competitor would you most like to see make a face turn in 2021 season, season eight? Oh, God, that's a good one. It's a really good one. Um, heel competitor. Wow. That's a really Brad, who do you nominate for this? Give me a second on this one. I feel like you should go first. Yeah, th there are a few people who who ride the line for me already. Um, between heel and babyface, like uh, the tweeners, yeah. obviously 
once Kevin Smets smashes cancer and he comes yeah, back. Yeah, he's going to get the ultimate. Roman Reigns treatment. Exactly. There's no way Kevin Smets can come back from this and be a bad guy because we yeah. all love him. We love him anyway, and the fans have already, already loved him. But I think that, that once he comes back after he smashes cancer into oblivion, which we know that he's going to do. He's um, going to get that big old hero pop. He's right. Gonna get that, he that music's going to hit. Uh, I don't even know. If, will Kaiser be able to keep him? I don't know. No. no. Although, like you know, gotta... if if we could find out a Kaiser face turn, that would be no, pretty epic. We cannot. No, no, because then he'll just be like a crazy cat guy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what a face Kaiser would look like. Do you know what I mean? A crazy cat guy. That is don't laugh. I've met one of those, okay? They exist. Seem like you know oh, oh too well um, <laughs> uh, of the crazy cat people. Crazy cat men. Uh, so I think Kevin Smets is a good one. Another one would be Adam Collins. I think Adam Collins is winning me over as a, uh, I didn't like him at first. I'll be honest with you. I think you know, right now he's enjoying that swarminess too much. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And so I just, I just don't, I don't think that, I don't think that he's ready yet. You know, like he hasn't gone deep enough into that character for us to go ahead and flip him. I guess that you're right, but he's just getting over with me. Whenever he does uh, correction and he does that stuff, oh man, it pops me huge. So I, I really it's enjoy. It's the equivalent of, I'm speaking. <laughs> you know what? Someone needs to adopt that real fast. I'm speaking. Yes. <laughs> a female, preferably. A, 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 a female, preferably. Yes. Um. Does Jeff Snyder count? No. No? He's hey. not a heel? Mm -mm. I didn't mean does he count as a female. I mean, does he count as a heel? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I no. don't think so. No. He's too, too likably evil? Yeah, for sure. Okay. He's too so likable. I think that we figured out it's Kevin Smets. We want to see Kevin yeah. Smets uh, turn into that ultimate babyface, which we know he will. Second question. What has been the greatest tournament of 2020 thus far? We've had the Inner Geekdom tournament, which was great. The 36-person uh, Ultimate Shmodown tournament, the Star Wars tournament, and we're in the midst of a team's tournament. It's really been the year of the tournament. Where do you sit? What was your favorite? What was the most exhilarating to you? Uh, you know, I think... I think I have to go with the run that Collins had during the singles tournament. I just feel like it was the singles tournament had a lot more. To me. You know what I mean? Uh, the fact that we had Would got Paul to see a rookie a good one since he go the distance and then beat out one of the legends in the league to, to get where he is. Like that to me just was just action packed and you couldn't take your eyes off of it. So I'm going to have to go with the singles tournament on this one. Yes. Um, no, and PLD, we're not hearing the Schmobot, but I, I, I hear the singles tournament would be great. However, I think that um, the Star Wars tournament's really been the tournament of the year for me because, because I am not the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. I'm not not a fan, but I'm not the biggest fan in the world. And for me to be ultimately exhilarated by the action and competition that we saw this year in the movie Trivia Schmodown in terms of Star Wars and Ace Cabrera Jeremiah going... Morris donated $20. Would Paul Preston be a good one since he hasn't seemed to go over well as a heel? I would love to see a face character from him. Yeah, oh, it's funny because idea. I feel like Paul Preston kind of falls into that tweener category, for me at least. Well, I think you know? Jen, I think you and I look at other things like we enjoy the person who can pull off that kind of character that he does, and it's more yeah. enjoyable. But he is going for the heel. 
uh, aspect of it, but I think that he'd be an easy What does easy that say transition. about us? What does that say about us that we're like, I enjoy that he's being kind of a douche? <laughs> Nothing good. Nothing good. We're just smarky. Um, <laughs> we're not good people. Um <laughs> But but to go back to it, I really think that I really think that uh, the Star Wars tournament for me was the, was the most action oriented, and for Ace Cabrera to make that trek from a play in match all the way to beat Andrew Demolanta in a heart stopper of a match, I think that that's the reason that one for me again not being the ultimate Star Wars fan to be so entrenched and involved in it. I already don't know a lot of the questions when they ask in the regular movie trivia showdown. I sure as hell don't know anything when they ask in the Star Wars division. But I enjoyed it, and to me, that's why I, I put Star Wars number one. All right. All right. Moving we're gonna on. go. We're gonna move on. And here's what I think that you're gonna want to weigh in on. After okay. last week, in the Schmodown Throwdown that we got, which main evented with the Wild Berries, we did see Jen Kemp versus Video Drew, and Video Drew looked very impressive in her victory over Jim Jen Kemp last week. So the question is: After last week's Throwdown, is Video Drew? underrated you know i think the thing with people like video drew and video drew obviously herself because that's who the question is about that are so good at a character sometimes tend to underplay what they're actually capable of because they're so focused on their performance and i feel like this was the first time we saw from her that she was able to balance between those two things between continuing with the character but also doing a good job in the trivia. And so as long as she can stay grounded enough in her character where it's, it becomes kind of a secondary thing and it's just on in the background, I think she's able to focus a lot more on the trivia. And that's, that's the final version of Video Drew that we got to see. So yeah, I think that this is going to be something that we're going to be getting used to going forward from her. But do, would you classify her as underrated? Yeah. You I would? think that she... Oh, well, I also think before when she was paired with Tom that she... You know, Tom was just so compelling to not only watch, but also he was so good at movie trivia that he carried a lot of that. And so it's like when you have a player like that, sometimes that as, as your teammate, sometimes you can tend to take a backseat. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, eh, he's driving. He doesn't need me staring this at this point. You know what I mean? And I feel like this is kind of her coming out party. I think that's a good point. It's like any great tag team, right? Marty Jannetty was very good. He just happened to have to wrestle with Shawn Michaels, right? But Marty Jannetty yeah. on his own was very, very good. And I think that sometimes you're right. In that team format, one star might shine a little bit more brightly, and it takes a second for the other one to catch on. I think that Video Drew has caught on from a character aspect since the beginning. As soon as she came on the scene, I said, this is my girl. I love Video yeah. Drew for what she does. I do agree with you. It took her a second for the trivia knowledge to catch up to the character. <laughs> trivia she's worked yeah. in movies for forever you know she's studied movies for forever she knows a lot of things about a lot of movies that some people have never heard of like the movie she was watching this past week i was like what <laughs> like it's all this like weird art house stuff and so i'm like i don't know if that's gonna have a slice on the wheel but you never know you know like i i'm curious to see what would happen if she got like a category like festival darlings or something you know like where it's like a little more of a niche category where she might just run the table. Yeah, she she thinks, and someone said in the chat, I want to shout out to Davlin Mistrunner. I hope that that's not some sort of colloquialism I'm unaware of. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Davlin Mistrunner says that Drew is sneaky good. 
Mm-hmm. And I and I think that that's the thing. She's unassuming, and the character can throw you off a little bit. But I think that I think that she is rather good when it comes to movie trivia, and she proved it against Jen Kemp. That is rapid fire. You let us know what y'all think in the chat below. We have to move on. Again, we I think we're at twenty dollars so far. We need to get to a hundred. We need eighty more Dolores from you all, people. And here's the thing, Jen. Will you dress up as Lorraine? Like, will you do the hair? I'll do the hair. You'll do the hair. The nineteen fifties hair. I'll do the hair. Yeah, I'll you do the hair. You don't seem enthused by it. Um, it's a lot of work. I love when guys are like, "We should do costumey stuff," and I know that I'm gonna go all in because guys, when they do costumey stuff, it's like they're just like, "And I'm done." Like you're not gonna shave your face. Yeah. No. See, look, exactly. You're not should gonna I? go all in. I mean, I yeah. guess I could. Yes. I could. You should shave your face on the air. <laughs> for on extra the air? $50, I don't think anybody extra wants to see that. Extra fifty dollars. I don't think anyone wants it? to pay to see we that. We make you buzz it. What if we? That's the real bet. We should make you buzz it. It'll have two Wait, weeks look. to grow. It'll have two weeks to grow back if you do it right now on this show. What? what I'm right totally what putting him on the spot right now. <laughs> what are you doing to me? I already have this, as you described it, staggered facial hair etch, already. I'm not asking you to etch lines in the side of your head. I'm just asking you, would you like carve your, what if, what if you gave, oh, see, if this connected, I would tell you to, to give yourself the Duke Kaboom. You know what that is? Is this just like the kind of. Yeah. It just goes like this. <laughs> oh, oh, like the Fu Manchu gimmick. Yeah. yeah. But it's the yeah. Duke Kaboom. It's the Duke Kaboom. That's what we're calling it now. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, we need a few more dollars to get anywhere in this world, and we only have Come a few on, more guys. minutes. Come so on, guys. Make fun of him. Let's go. Jen, love yes. it or leave it. Oh, no, Movers and Shakers. I'm sorry. Movers and Shakers. The Den. Let's talk about them this time. Let's talk about the Den. All the people in the Den. Who should, if it is Kate Mulligan who returns as the manager, who knows? I think that she's mm-hmm. probably a safe bet to return. Some have been noncommittal. I think the Den started off like a house on fire, and they haven't really gotten – to the point that a lot of us expected them to. We just talked about Paul Preston. We've talked about a couple other people who've been on the um, the den. Who do you keep if you are Kate Mulligan? If you can only keep three, you don't have to keep all three, but we know we can offer contracts to at least three. Who are you keeping on that team? Hmm. I think if I'm looking at this contract, the ones that I want to focus on are going to be Rachel Silverstrini because I think she's got a ton of upside. I think that she hasn't William necessarily donated $20. Calvin, why do you keep calling me Calvin? <laughs> what if they just start putting all the dialogue in these schmobots to us? Oh, that would be <laughs> the next phenom- one. Will come, the day. next one will come in and go donated $20. How much to shave the head, Brad? There's not enough. There's Sorry, not I'm enough. doing my George McFly lap. I just realized it's very similar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so I would keep Rachel Silverstrini. I think she's got a ton of upside. Really? I think that we've seen her take on some really high-level competitors, and she really holds her own, and she hangs in there with them. And I think it's only a matter of time before she gets over that hump. Um, ben Goddard, I feel like I would keep him as well. Um, and Paul Preston. Oh, and Tom. Okay, well now now you have too many. Right? You freak. Well, sorry, Ben Goddard. You're not you're not working on our show, so I can say bye-bye now. Tom. Yeah. Tom. Tom. Okay, so Tom, He's Paul. A, yeah. Tom, Paul, and who? And Rachel. Mm-hmm. Tom, Paul, and Rachel. I think I'm just keeping Paul and Brett Sheraton. That's who I'm Wait, keeping. What? You're getting yeah. rid of Tom. I'm getting rid of Tom. 
Why? I'm getting rid of Tom. I don't, I'm not feeling him. I'm not feeling Tom this season. I'm not. I'm mean, I'm just not feeling it. I don't see it. I don't see it there. And I think that Tom Brad, comes alive under Brad, the studio your lights. Houstonness is showing right now because this is one of the dumbest, dumbest let goes you could possibly do. You're gonna it's, get rid of okay, Tom. First of all, first of all, I don't know what that has to do with the great city of Houston, Texas. <laughs> Second of all, yes, I'm getting rid of Tom. I'm getting rid of Tom because I, I feel like unless we're back full under under the, the studio lights, Tom is a performer. He is. Yeah. He needs to be in front of that, in front of the the lights, the camera, the action. I think that 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 pressure is what gets him going. And if if we're still in pandemic times, I'm not feeling confident about Tom. You know, off and ducked off in his little cave. Uh, so uh, in the Norman Bates Motel, wherever he's staying. So that's why I say I'm going to keep Paul Preston because that is a five-tool player. He hasn't been able to show it yet, but much like your point of Rachel, uh, Rachel uh, Silvestrini, he hasn't been able to show it yet, but I still believe that Paul Preston, he's entertaining on the mic. He's a great character. He's knowledgeable about trivia. He can play in singles. He can play in teams. Um, that's why I would always keep him. Austin and then I'm, I'm keeping $20. Irregardless, I don't think the Den will be able to retain Paul Preston. I think Ben Goddard and Tom will be retained with Video Drew being picked up to reunite the Looney Bin. I don't hate that idea. I really don't. You know, I've never said this aloud. I think Ben Goddard might make the prettiest woman out of the Schmodown. He's got thought. great skin. You know what I mean? He's got he's got some high cheekbones. I don't know. You looked pretty pretty last week when you were dressed as Jessica. Was that last week? Um, I mean, I was <laughs> feeling myself. I was feeling myself. You know, um, I needed I needed a little bit more in the in the cleavage area to really feel full womanish, um, yeah. and maybe the the full shave. But um, I really think that uh, I really think that Ben Goddard would give me a run for my money. Hmm. I think you I might be right. I'm... He's he'd be pretty. Yeah. He's got the right structure for it. He really I mean, does. he could the big eyes, you know, I mean, let me not say what I was going to say. Um, this, this is this is a great segue for our next segment. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I will leave this. <laughs> Where were we? Um, why don't we move on to uh, love it or leave it? Please. How about how about it? Um, Please. Love it or leave it. Ben Goddard as a woman. No, love it or leave it. We're going to talk about the founding fathers. If they take this AJ down. Lancaster donated $20. Thanks, Where do guys. you see Bateman going next season? Where do I see Bateman going next season? That is a great question. I think he ends up on the swag squad. I think he ends really? up with Winston. I, really, I don't know why. I just feel like he appreciates Winston's uh, ability as a manager. Winston Marshall is the manager of the year. I don't care what anybody says. He's the manager of the year. And um, uh, him or Shannon, but I think it's Winston. And I think that's that just your really... bias showing. You right, just don't he's... like Shannon. You don't like Shannon. Well, look, they're both from Texas. They're both from the wrong city in Texas. And if anything, I would dislike Winston Moore because he's from Dallas and everyone knows everything from Dallas sucks. Um, but I think that he's been better. And I think that Ben Bateman ends up ends up with him. I just think that they match. I think that they match. What do you think? I think the opinions of Brad Gilmore are uh, strictly his and are not representative of the show. <laughs> well, you're about afraid the city, of Dallas? About the, city, about the city of Dallas. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, everyone, every, look, even people from Dallas know that Dallas sucks. Oh, God. They know it. But, They're but, aware. Oh, but, yeah, I think I would really love to see Ben Bateman end up on corruption. Put him with Adam Collins. That could be dangerous. Oh, I do like that. I do like, right? but him and Mike on the same faction, I don't see that. 
I don't see that it happening. Could, it could eventually, it'll work at first, but then eventually it's gonna. That's too much pretty white man energy. It could be, it could be <laughs> the thing that finally breaks up corruption at some point. It could be, it could be. Um, I don't know, but let's get back to the founding fathers. If they let's take this L, if they hold this L, um, like the entire city of Dallas typically does, um, do so you long. think that they're gonna retire? Should, I mean, should Roca retire? I think that John Roca still has a lot of movie trivia left in him. And I think more importantly than that, he's just one of those influences you want around the league in terms of just the way he carries himself, the way he plays the game, uh, the way he cuts a promo. Like there's so many amazing qualities about John Roca that I think the league would take a huge L themselves if they were to let him walk. So I feel like if anything, if he decides he doesn't want to compete anymore because he's too busy and his schedule won't allow it, I think they should try to find him a way to be a manager. I think that he could be one of those people that as amazing mm. as they were as a coach, he could also be a legend of a manager. That's just my two cents. I A legend as a manager is right. I'm trying to think, who is the best player who, who transitioned into a coach? Like of all I sports. I was thinking the same thing. Like out of all sports, I'm like, a lot of times it's either you're good at coaching or you're good at playing. Um, Don Mattingly? Okay, I can go for that. I can go for that. I'm thinking, I'm just still thinking about this. You know what I mean? Where it's just like a guy that had a stellar career. Like a stellar career. That's where it gets me. Because you know, like um, Phil Not Jackson just average played, and Riley serviceable. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It can't just be a serviceable career. It's got to be, hmm. It's a great question because when Larry Bird was coaching, saying? he wasn't the best. I don't know. Yeah. Steve, Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr. Okay. I go Steve Kerr. I like that one. I like that one. A championship basketball player on a meaning in a meaningful role on one of the greatest teams of all time, if not the greatest team of all time. And then coaching uh, one of the great teams of all time. Someone said Steve Nash. Uh, he hasn't coached a game yet, so we don't know about that. Yeah, um, we don't know. Anyway, I think that I think that Roca, he's he's getting to the point where retirement probably is looming more and more on his mind with can every passing match. stop? No, can we stop saying that Roka's ready for retirement, though? It's not like it's a game I'd of basketball. It's not like it's the game of basketball, you know, where you're like, oh, his knees can't keep up with it. You know who else has been playing basketball for a long time? Bugs Bunny. And guess what? His knees can still go, okay? So stop talking about Roka. He's playing trivia. He's not going up against someone in a physical feat where he's like, oh, he just doesn't have what it takes anymore. It's a mental thing. And I'm sorry, Roka's still sharp. He's still got all that knowledge and he can still put all these youngsters in their place. Rudy Tom Janovich is a good, that's a good pull. H-Town Cat, Mike by the way. Mike was another one I thought of. Whoa, don't say that last name so aggressively. Um, he's a, he is a, his namesake. <laughs> he and I have beef. He and I have that, beef. That's a really aggressive last name. Um, <laughs> I think that, uh, I, I'm not saying that, look, here's the thing, Jen. I'm not saying that Roka is, is ready to retire. I said, I'm just, it, the mental fatigue and exhaustion that he puts himself through. I remember attending my first, um, my first taping of the movie Trivia Schmodown and somebody said something in the crowd to antagonize him. And I remember him slamming his hand on the desk and saying, can we please be quiet? He was intense is my point, right? I see him before matches pacing around you know, blindfolded and doing the whole thing. He's intense. He'll sit cross-legged behind the curtain. Yes. Like, Back against the wall, headphones on. 
trying to woosaw. And I think that you can only do that so much. You can only get into that mindset so much before you finally say, you know what? I've I've enjoyed this, but it's time for me to step aside. R Rachel Cushing, uh, Sam Levine, any of the people, the greats who've retired uh, thus far and stayed retired, uh, Clark Wolf. I think that they would all tell you it's just it was too much emotion into it for me to continue to be like that to watch movies without enjoying them watching them for the most random of trivia i think that roca if he if he continues to get these uh losses he's going to um he's it's going so to funny, go ahead though because i i looked at it this way and i was like i'm have you done a back to the future trivia thing did you do that already mm -hmm. you already did that like you competed in a schmodown for back to the future yes oh i thought you did who was it against again it was me, Jay Washington, Frank Janish, and Kevin Smith. I would Smets. have crushed you. I would have crushed you in Back to the Future knowledge. Look, we were just quoting it. Random scenes. I mean, if you just drop me into a random scene with some dialogue, I'll pick up the next line. Like, that is how well I know it. I mean, Jen, look, here's the thing. I like you. I do. Um, we're friends. You know, I, I enjoy doing the show with you. Don't hey. ever insult me like that again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever do that. Don't even fix your lips to say something so ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. I mean, if you want to throw out a challenge, we can throw out a challenge. But it's a ridiculous challenge on your part. It's a, it's a, it's an asinine we'll save it for the We'll save it for the end of the year show. Okay. Okay. I'm fine with that. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm more than fine with that. You can ask me anything, and I'll, and I'll be okay. Um, I would like to take you on in, in a regular exhibition match as well. I'd like to see what your movie trivia knowledge is all about. That's what I want. I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty well rounded. That's you know the what? Thing. You know what? That's going to be our ultimate goal on the like, next show. I was, I was following along with, um, the star, the final star Wars, the final star Wars, uh, match, you know, in the, in the tournament. Mm -hmm. And I was doing really well. And I was like, I'd answer something out loud. And they'd be like, that's correct. And I'm like, who am I? What have I been doing during this, during this quarantine that I can keep up in Star Wars knowledge? Like, that is what's wrong that, with me. Now, that's impressive. That would be impressive to me. But anything. Uh, Again, uh, it's, you know what? It's what I excel oh in. If I've seen the movie, if I've seen the movie, I really excel in movie quotes. I don't, like, I don't, I don't. Movie I, quotes, maybe. Movie quotes. Murder people in movie quotes. Okay. Well, anyway, why don't we move on to um, a tried and true tradition of this show, something mm -hmm. that we both really enjoy. That is Gucciisms is back. Yes. Gucciisms is back, baby. Yes, it is. And we're about to get into it <laughs> right now. Gucciisms, everybody. All right. This is this is everyone's favorite segment. We know. We, we've kept it off the air to keep it fresh for the audience out yeah, there. Yeah, you don't want to, like, I was going to say something, but then I realized, oh, that that probably isn't allowed to be said here. You don't want to, like, give it all away on, you know, one shot. That's the nice way of saying it. I can't say what I wanted to say. I realized it and then I retracted it. Anyways, whatever. We don't want to spoil point, it sir. by overusing it too much and overexposing it. I agree. That That's a really good way to say it there, Jim. You um, knew what I was going to say. And you're like, oh, thank God she didn't drop that one. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me focus. Um, Gucci is <laughs> Here's the first quote, Jim. First quote. I don't even feel comfortable reading this one. Uh, I'm a simple guy. I just like to watch little people run. That's the PC way of saying it. 
Wait, that's not the actual quote? You had to fix the quote? I Yeah, I corrected the quote. It's it's the uh the the word. Did he use the, the M word? He used the M word. Whoever he it's might Tom. be, it's Tom. It's, it's definitely Tom. Tom, right? It's definitely Tom, right? <laughs> no filter, think, no filter I, at all. I, I don't even. Bottom line, you're a loser. It's definitely Direct, Tom. I would like to apologize to the little people community. The dwarf community, whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I, I'm not sure what the appropriate word is. I think is, it's but a little it's definitely people. not that one. It's definitely not that one. And leave it to Tom. So let's let's move on before somebody gets offended. Um, the next one. Let's go to the next one here. PLD, and it is sure. There have been injuries and deaths in boxing, but none of them serious. <laughs> Did you say injuries and deaths? Sure, there have been injuries and deaths in boxing. But none of them serious. It's not Tom, but whoever this is is an idiot. Um, yeah, I don't know who this is. Let, let's uh, let's go ahead and throw it up there, PLD. I don't think it's Tom either. Alan Minter, old school UK Alan. boxer, Alan Minter. Alan Minter. Well, you can tell well, he's definitely a boxer. And he's he might definitely be little... taking some shots to the head. Yes, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Okay, let's move to the next one here. Let's move to the next one. Never sell yourself long on selling yourself short. Never sell yourself long on selling yourself short. What does that even mean? It's Tom. <laughs> it's what that means. It's Tom. Like, if it has that fortune cookie wisdom to it, you know what I mean? It it, it where it it feels like it's a deep thing. Like it feels like oh that's an it doesn't make thing. any sense. But it doesn't make any sense. Yes. Um. Never sell yourself long on selling yourself. That's got to be Gucci. Chat chat saying chat saying not Gucci. Really? I'm seeing a lot of not Gucci's in the chat. Someone said that's about as funny All as right. the screen door on a battleship. Let's see. Let's see who <laughs> it is. Bottom line, you're a loser. It is Thomas. It is Thomas Cornelius Maxwell IV um, as we move on. He's just our regular Socrates around here. <laughs> he, is our, he is a Socrates. That's for damn sure. Fifth uh, penultimate quote to, to, to say it as, as Mark Ellis would say. Listen, everyone is entitled to my opinion. Is that Tom or is that not Tom? That one sounds like Gucci to me. It does sound like Gucci. That one sounds really Gucci-like. What What is the chat saying? What is the chat saying? Are we thinking it's either Gucci or Kanye? You know what I mean? See, chat says, <laughs> chat says Gucci, Jen, Trump. That's Gucci or Trump. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's Gucci as well. It's Gucci I'm, or Kanye. That's what I'm going. Gucci or Kanye. Let's reveal PLD. Who is it? Wait, what? <laughs> That's your jam, first of all, Brad. <laughs> Madonna said that? First of all, it's a phenomenal photograph of Madonna on the screen. And I've never been a big Madonna fan, but she's looking phenomenal in that photo. Um, did not think that that was a Madonna thing to say, but she is known for wilding out a little bit. And, um, you know, touch for the very first time. Is there anything that describes Gucci more than that? Um, let's go to our fifth and final quote before we get the quick picks. Um, here it is. 
idle hands are the devil's playground, and I'm Jesus. That's definitely Kanye. <laughs> you think that's Kanye? <laughs> that's Kanye. <laughs> and maybe if he said, and I'm Jesus, um, it's again, it's one of those surface level fortune cookie sounding things that you at the first listen sounds like it's got some depth to it, but it really doesn't, which is why I'm saying that's Bobby Gucci. Let's see what the chat's saying. Someone said Batman. So someone said Gucci, Gucci, not Gucci, has to be Gucci. I don't think that's Gucci. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Gucci. Is somebody trying to drive somewhere? I hear. I My hear phone Siri just in the activated background. itself. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with Tom Dagnino, and you say it's Kanye West. Yes. PLD. And bottom line, you're a loser. Ah, you're a loser, Jim. You're a loser. That is our Gucciisms for this week. Thank you, everyone, for playing along. As always, finding some Dumb. great quotes. The Madonna one was a surprise. The right? Madonna one was a real surprise. Um, so I do like that one. Thank you, PLD, for keeping us on our toes. And speaking of that, um, we are almost wrapped up for the show. we got about 10 minutes left. If you have any Super Chat questions, if you have any um, uh, Back to the Future quotes you want to interrupt the show with to make us laugh, that is always great. We enjoy all those, and we'll get to them after we do our quick picks right now. Uh-huh. And if you find the tenderoni, that is right for you. Uh, condolences, by the way, to Bobby Brown and his family for the loss of his son. I, you know, don't want to bring the show down, but awful, awful what's happened to him. You just want to bring the show down, but you're doing a great job. Uh, yeah, I just had to. I had to. Um, let's get into quick picks. So let's go around the table. Let's play a little around the world here. We're going to go with the Founding Fathers versus the Witching Power. Um, this is the match that we were talking about earlier. If the Founding Fathers were to lose to Witching Power, should... John Rocco, hang it up. Miss Jennifer Sturger, I'm going to start with you. By the way, your record is 6-3 and three with the quick picks right now. Um, just so you know, you're 6-3. and three. Who do you got in this one? I'm going to go with the Founding Fathers, obviously. Like, I, I love the witching power. I think they're super fun to watch. But you can't bet against the Founding Fathers. You just can't. No, you can't do it. And, and that's why I'm picking the Founding Fathers as well. I like the witching power a lot. I'm, I'm a big fan of Perry. I'm a big fan of Haley. I think that they 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 work well together. However, you're going up against a Mount Rush, Mount Rushmore. They're called the Founding Fathers for a reason. They're yeah. two of the four faces on Mount Rushmore, and they happen to be a team together. It was randomly put together. So randomly. I'm gonna go by the with grace the found- of God. By the grace of God, you know, from 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 my lips to God's ears, apparently for the Founding Fathers. But I'm gonna go Founding Fathers too. PLD, what you got? I'm joining you, joining you guys as well. Founding fathers, the ones. I mean, they're, they're the team that's angry, and they're a legendary team. Witching power is going to be fun, but they're going up against a buzzsaw right now. By the way, to no surprise of anybody, they do call me the boat for a great reason. Oh my God, you're my dream boat for sure. Because I am winning in the quick picks. By the way, you and PLD are both six and three. I am seven and two. I just want to put that out there. I just want to let everybody know that the boat has been laying it down. And we all picked the founding fathers, so you my like lead not ever say that phrase ever again. <laughs> okay, it's like hearing your little brother say that. You're like, oh no. <laughs> the boat's been putting it down though, so uh, oh, we'll move. We'll, we'll move on to the next one. This is a harder one. This is this is much harder. 
This is the odd couple versus Deception. Deception's a team of Adam Collins, who's been taking the entire league by storm, and Marisol McKee. Mm. Odd couple, Jeff Snyder, who's been in a snyder sense, And, of course, um, my man Mark Andreco, who joined us last week. Who you got? I'm looking at this in terms of cumulative knowledge. And I think that Jeff Snyder and Mark Andreco have more cumulative knowledge and a wider breadth of knowledge than uh, Deception does. So I'm going to have to go with the odd couple on this one. You're going to go odd couple? For all the reasons you just said, and because Jeff Snyder makes me laugh, I'm going to go with the odd couple as well. I'm going to go with the odd couple as well in this one. I just think that um, Deception is going to be great. It's going to be it's going to be a really difficult um, mm. it's going to be a really difficult uh, battle, I think, for the odd couple because Marisol McKee, I think, is the question mark in this match. We know what Adam Collins can do. We have a lot of promise for Marisol McKee. Mm-hmm. I'm just not exactly sure what um, what they're going to be able to do as a team against someone that seasons the odd couple who's been there, done that. They win the team championships. They know what it's like to be in the big matches. All all that uh, all that you know, uh, put together, I'm going to go with the odd couple. And that leaves PLD to make the last decision. Well, guys, this is where I differ from you guys. I already said, like, when I was on call to action, that I can't vote against Adam Collins until he loses. He's won so many times in a row. If I vote against him, <laughs> front I, runner, I can't. I can't see how he loses. You got to, I mean, no, I don't necessarily want him to win. You're but... that guy at the table that doesn't know when to walk away. Take your chips. Go cash them in, go to the buffet, and enjoy yourself, okay? If you don't walk away now, you're going to – I was going to use that same phrase again. You're going to lose all your chips. You're going to lose all your chips. I'm there we go. All there my we Alex go. Marzonias. Okay, but that's what I got to go with for now. I got to stick with the rest. <laughs> so he'll never live that down. Poor guy. By chips. the way, shout out to the chat and shout out to Alex the Great who says, and I quote, boat lays it down. Jin, get used to it. Stop boat, it. Stop I it. am the boat. Stop it. <laughs> the oh, fact guys. that it bothers you so much is like, oh, I got to say it more now. Um, so I pr- I appreciate that. That's like but- if my dad was like, I've been laying it down. No, <laughs> no, no, no. How Bro- old is your father? I don't know, like in his like early 60s. So you think I'm in my early 60s? That, that No, I'm just saying. I'm a dirty fami- old man. It's that familial thing. I already, yeah, said, I you're my little bro- I already said you're my little brother, you brat. <laughs> Okay, well, let's get to the final uh, segment of the show where we babysat you at one point in your life, Brad. (laughs) You're not that much older than I am. All right, Um, let's get to the final segment of the show where we take your super super chats, stream labs, and all that good stuff. I see one coming in actually right now that I'm just going to read off top, and then PLD, I'll throw it over to you to help us go through all of these. But this is from Austin Cadell, Cadell, Cattle, Cattle, Austin Cattle, Austin. Doesn't matter, Austin. Uh, with the $5 Super Chat, we appreciate you. He says, besides the being late part, this has been the smoothest episode of the show yet. Good job, PLD. Shout out to PLD. Oh, Jen, this is a question for you. Jen, who was originally cast as Marty McFly? Um, I just saw this. God, what was his name? Oh, you were talking all that lip. All oh, that I just, smack. I'm having a I'll brain fart. On. I'm having we a brain have fart. Let's moments, go. Let's go. Okay. You can't have them in the big it, moments, Wasn't it Jen. like Eric Schwartz or something like that? So close, but yet so far. Eric what Stoltz was, was the man uh, who see. did it. Eric Stoltz. 
Shop Whatever. Six weeks, seven weeks, depending on what you say. So <laughs> appreciate you. Lahu Zahur. Um, let's go to PLD, though. PLD, uh, what do you got for us? All right, we do have some stream labs. Uh, all the super, all the, the robots obviously were red, but first from Davlin again. I'm curious what you thought about the two matches we saw from this matchathon this past weekend. The five point only questions that was on video Drew Steam with the Murderers Row and Ellis versus Roka's bootleg match. I don't know if you guys saw those at all this weekend. I, I saw thought, clips. I yeah, I saw clips. I I think. It was just so awesome to watch the community as a whole come together for these events and to make those to make those matches happen, you know, as a part of them. Uh, look, I think, you know, Ellis was a little rusty and I thought Roka went full heel and but it was still fun. It was still a blast, you know, and I'm just glad that we could all come together and support Smiths. Yeah, I always love like these little, as, as, as they said, bootleg matches that, that people do. They've, it, it's been coming uh, more frequently uh, in all movie trivia Schmodown uh, shows, we saw Ben Bateman and Sam Levine do a movie release dates the other day on backstage. And apparently, Jen and I, um, I you know, I, again, I don't think Back to the Future would be your back. If you want to do like a general trivia, then you maybe have a shot. And I think that that Fine. would be something Fine. that you, that, you know, you Fine. Mean, let's make it but you can put back, you can put Back to the Future on the wheel. Okay. Okay. You know, I was trying to do you a favor, but okay. No. We can go. do that. Um, well, we'll get that if we get to a certain donation point uh, next time. Next time. Um, what else we got, Denuzio? All right. We got uh, Flipper, who just donated $2 with no uh, no comment, but thank you very much for that. Flipper. <laughs> Austin. I've been though. described as a spinner. <laughs> Other action army general right there. Austin Kedel also donated again, saying smooth transition, Brad. I'm not sure that was when that was from before, about 20 minutes ago. So uh, you have to jump on that The boat's smooth. The boat lays it down. Very smooth. Uh, and finally, we got Jake Yacovetta, who's donating $5 just to say, just showing some love. Awesome. Love well, well we appreciate we appreciate all of you uh, for, for donating via Super Chat or Streamlabs. Did we hit our goal, Paul? Uh, let me add this up. Let me clear my throat. Ding, 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 ding. And we're going to do the scene where Marty McFly wakes up in 1955 and is in his underwear and his pants are on his mother's hope chest. If we get it. Looks like we got 112. Oh, wow! 112. Okay, so we will do it. We will Good be job, doing Krill. it. Thank you so much for coming together on a short show. Uh, we apologize for the technical difficulties. Uh, they're definitely not PLD's fault. No, they're um, not. No, but we will uh, we will not see you guys next week because next week is Thanksgiving and we encourage you to spend it as safely as humanly possible just because we love all of you and we love to see your name in the chat. I would say your faces, but we just see your names. We'd love to see you guys and we just want to make sure you all stay safe during the holiday. So I hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving. And after that, we will be joined by the person that was supposed to be our guest this week. The infamous outlaw, John Roca. And we'll see how things are shaking out for Mr. Roca by the time that we talk to him. There might be some updates in his movie trivia showdown career. Uh, my man Austin says for Paul to tell me how to say his last name. And he also said, I, I mentioned Ben Goddard's name and Brad started talking about how pretty of a lady he would be. Um, so I guess that may have been my smooth transition. I'm, I'm not sure, but we do appreciate everybody who supported this show. And in the chat, we will live up to our promise of doing a, um, uh, a reenactment from Back to the Future. And then maybe the next time we'll hit, man, what do you think, Jen? A 250 goal to do a trivia match? What do you think? 250, 200, yeah. 250? 
I think so. 250, something like that. So um, if you, if you want to see the boat versus uh, the Sturge, the the Sturge versus the boat, and I promise you, the tagline on the poster, the boat lays it down. But for Jen Sturge, oh. my name is the boat Brad Kilmore. This is coming up next. We want to give a big shout out to our new producer, Paul Denuzio, for making it all happen. He did an excellent job. For Jen Sturger, my name is Brad Gilmore, and we will be back with Coming Up Next, coming up in the next couple weeks. Happy Thanksgiving, guys.